Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about thought forms, the new moon, and dreams. Yeah, excellent stuff. Uh, today in Mayan is... It's 5 Lamont. Lamont is the tribe of the artist, and it's about taking command of your art form, whatever that is for you. It doesn't have to be the traditionally thought idea of art, but it's a matter of uh, taking power, seizing the day. Yeah. Another form of art is the idea of elegance, and it's also a um, radiant form today, so we can radiate elegance. Sounds great. Yeah, there's always a lot to do in the Mayan consciousness. <clears throat> you say, what did you do yesterday? I radiated elegance. Yeah. Yes. Very different way to think of your day. As you evolve in the Mayan calendar and you're reading these things before the day begins, because everybody out there has had their day already, assuming that it's um, in the evening that we're looking at this, and then you can look back on the day and see how that reflects it. It's very different to start the day knowing that that is the fertile environment of your creativity. Mm -hmm. It makes for a very different uh, method of understanding the world we live in. Mm -hmm. And um, well, I'd we've like been to, teaching Mayan for years. Yeah. I would like to welcome Samantha Phelan onto the planet. Mm -hmm. uh, little baby girl is uh, here, and I'm very happy and uh, look forward to getting to know her, her deepness throughout our life. So mm -hmm. welcome, Samantha. And, well, let's begin with thought forms, because that is a really good place to begin mm -hmm. uh, the series of stuff, because we've got a lot to share tonight. Well, I'll, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, thought forms <clears throat> are something that uh, has, the idea of thought forms has been around for a long time. I don't know if you've ever read the book by Ledbetter and Annie Besant uh, about thought forms written in the late 1800s. And thought forms, how it was written then, portray the idea that when we think a thought, it has a waveform, so to speak, and each one is very unique. And in psychic development, I go into this, and it's a really good thing to know when you're developing your intuitive abilities because it is a real thing that has a substance. And when we think our thought, it, go, it doesn't stop at our head. It goes outside of our head. And the artificial intelligence that's being developed, like for people that um, are uh, quadriplegic, how they can think, and it moves the cursor on the TV screen, your thought goes out, and if you're thinking of peeling a banana, let's say, it goes out as a form. And in Ledbetter's books, they, they drew pictures of what they thought different thought forms looked like. And I thought that was very groundbreaking foundational information that we, that we have to build upon, and that these thought forms travel out. And if I'm thinking of peeling a banana, and you're thinking of peeling a banana, the, that thought form looks very similar and it can be measured. And what's interesting is one of the first devices they used to measure that was a coil device that's very much like the Tesla coils that Neville builds, and that was used to, to measure this. But thought forms in the area or from the angle that I'd like to discuss them are the kinds of thought forms that are like clouds. There's a place on, on Route 66 going into Arlington that traffic always seems to slow down there. Even if there's nothing there blocking the traffic, it tends to slow down. And what I noticed 
is people will go and drive into a thought form or a thought cloud and then begin thinking the thoughts of the thought cloud and behaving accordingly. And then when they get out of the thought cloud, they go back to thinking in their own frequency, their own wavelength. We do not have to give in to thought forms, but we tend to do that. If you've ever noticed traffic slowing down and then speeding up again after an hour of sitting in a traffic jam and there wasn't really anything there, sometimes thought forms of a traffic tie-up or, or something can, can hover there and then when you enter into them, it's like people go to sleep and, and uh, act accordingly. Thought forms are not sourced. They are fed, but they have no source. For instance, if I think a thought form, I'm working at a company, and I have all these negative thoughts that this is a horrible place to work, and then somebody else comes in and they go, oh, this must be a horrible place to work. By their thinking it, they feed it. It's like a feed me, see more type of thing, and it grows and grows and grows. And we all have walked into thought forms, as in the thought form of the failing economy, the thought form of... Uh, the dollar f- collapsing, all, all these different thought forms. We do not have to feed them. And I'm going to share some ways that we can not only stop feeding them and recognize them, but demolish them or disintegrate them so that they don't hover there anymore and people don't drive into them and contribute. Well, something I believe that's little understood is uh, thinking in general. Thinking can be very negative thinking. Thinking can be balanced thinking or thinking can be positive in an unbalanced way. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so the same thing would apply to uh, thought forms. And uh, there are positive thoughts. I was going to speak of that later, yes. Forms, mm-hmm. yes. Well, positive thought forms, mm-hmm. and can we name one? Mm-hmm. And uh, usually they are microscopic in comparison with the negative ones because uh, we human beings, um, our search engine is towards finding the flaw in everything. And so you're much more likely to buy a negative thought form than mm-hmm. a positive one. And positive doesn't make it balanced. The idea of um, balanced thought form, exactly. and it wouldn't be considered to be a thought form, which is very interesting, well, which would be one method by which you can you know, yeah. the, you know, vanish a thought form. Yeah, that's very by interesting. By balancing it. That's very true. Um, and, and that's a, a brilliant way of doing that, for sure. And you are right about that concept of people buying what we would call the negative, the no, denser any, any day thought of the week. form. Yeah. But I, I really feel that people do, do uh, behave that way or tend to, to lean in that direction because we are taught that bad things, horrible things, heavy things are the reality and the good things are the fantasy rather than the, the, the favorable good things being uh, valid and real. And so what we're doing is we're leaning toward realism rather than toward negativity. Do you see what my point there? Mm-hmm. There's a lot about that um, concept of the balance. I just got this symbol for balance, which you would think would be scale. You know, the, the idea of uh, symbolic thinking, which is something mm-hmm. that's not really uh, that investigated bias, but that is our method of telepathy is likely to be in symbols. Certainly it can be in symbolic form. Mm. And the, uh, well, I wonder if anyone would think of what the symbol for, um, you know, negative and positive 
balanced, what would a symbol for that be? Well, I, you know, I think probably the three yin-yang sign with the three instead of the that two would, make a lot of sense, would yeah. probably be a mm-hmm. balanced thing. But, uh, and the, the thought, peace sign is also one that's a balanced mm-hmm. sign. The kind of thought forms, and I, I hear what you're saying, and I think that we develop those thought forms around ourselves, and that's definitely uh, a really interesting thing to delve into on a personal level. But those global thought forms, and I think we've all worked at an office. I, I worked in one particular office. I worked maybe was there for about a month or two, and it wasn't a bad place. They treated people fairly well. But at lunchtime, everybody would sit around and talk about every little detail that could be construed as something not great. And it became stronger and stronger. And I noticed that where everybody went and sat at lunchtime had this density, this heaviness around it. And I started seeing that it wasn't really that the people were what others would call negative thinkers, but it was that we walked into a cloud and everybody just like a robot just started acting out as if that were a truth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what I f- began doing when I encountered a thought form of that nature is I did this little procedure I'd like to show everybody now, and perhaps we can pick a thought form tonight and then do what I'm going to do and then maybe install a positive thought form because you can do just as easily a positive thought form. You've walked into places that have really high vibrational energy and you get in a good mood when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Well, we can install those too. Yeah. Okay, did you want to say Balanced. something before? Well, it goes on and on. The government has done research into this in the form of psychotronic weaponry. Literally, they can vibrate a field that will cause people to go uh, insane with fear. I mean, it's a frequency number. You can set a vibration that a specific number and the people in that field will become, in fact, the Russian embassy was taken apart by, I don't know what part of our government, but they have been broadcasting fear up uh, Connecticut Avenue uh, for simply, I'm sure, a decade uh, before it was actually figured out to get people fearful. I remember hearing that. Yeah, and you could walk up Connecticut and be... Well, remember the, um, Neil, when we had Neil on the show as a physicist, yes. and mm-hmm. he brought a device he had made. Mm-hmm. And we in the studio felt the effects of it. Yeah. It, it was, um, I, I remember standing there going, oh my gosh, my mind just went completely dead, like yeah. neutral. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't think, I could not think. I mean, it was just yeah. the, like zombie. Mm-hmm. And then when he turned the dial, I could think again. And it mm-hmm. is true, our brain and our brain patterns are electromagnetic in nature. And even if it's not a deliberate weapon directed at us, a thought form or some of our electrical devices can really impact it. Yeah, there's, there's quite a bit to this. It's uh, absolutely palatable scientific knowledge mm-hmm. that certain frequencies result in thoughts of the people exposed to these frequencies, but it does not have to. This is our whole point. A human being is much greater than anything you can possibly name. Exactly. And so you can put out a frequency that will put an end to the object broadcasting the device. And I remember many times I walked up to the hill uh, on Connecticut looking at the Russian embassy because you had a huge view of it mm-hmm. from a very long distance. And I always, and California Avenue is right before it. And I would always think of uh, going to California rather than towards the Russian embassy. So I was always feeling brighter as I walked up that hill in particular. 
which meant that I was not affected by well, that's that exactly device. it. Yeah, and that's so, exactly it. Yeah, um, which is one of the things that I think would be very powerful to liberate people from. Yeah, we all not, have the ability. <clears throat> well, in my uh, psychic development series, we would pick different things to work on with our thought form removal. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I will say, and I don't wish to speak what it was that we worked on because then that's giving life force to a thought form again. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it was something that was in the news that appeared to be very dense and heavy and um, fear-inducing. And we worked on that one time. And magically, you just didn't hear about it in the news again. And we still have not. Mm -hmm. And that has happened with a number of different things. Mm -hmm. So one thing that we could do right now and I feel like this is in recognition of peace, that there are thought forms that exist that people walk into these clouds of feeling like we have to fight and kill each other to solve some kind of a dilemma, that it never solves anything. War never really, war never accomplishes anything, period, mm -hmm. except for getting us to acknowledge the fact that it doesn't accomplish anything. Mm. Okay, so let's visualize this idea of war we can do this with many different things, and perhaps we'll do one a week. Let's visualize that thought form, that cloud, that inspires people to feel like we have to fight and hurt each other to get somewhere. And it is a cloud just sitting there. It does not have a source. It is not something that has a consciousness that grows and that will hold on. All it is is residue, is energy that people just leave within it that keeps empowering it. The best way is to not feed it anymore. Literally. This way, let's visualize all of us. If you would like to participate in this, this is a great tool, and it's very powerful, and you can do it with any kind of a negative so-called thought form, the denser thought forms. Let's visualize all standing together, and if you would wish to close your eyes. And we are standing around this cloud. I always visualize it as a mushroom cloud that kind of uh, a hovering. And we're all standing around it, and then we're going to take a, a deep breath, and we're going to step in it, underneath of it. And as you exhale very boldly, like it, push your breath out, you're going to see your auric field expand with such vibrancy and light that all of us collectively expand and explode that until it's not even any fragments left. It just, we'll, we'll maybe do three breaths. So we're standing around, take a deep breath and visualize standing underneath of it. Exhale, and as you exhale, imagine your field growing until it pulverizes that thought form. Okay, ready? Mm -hmm. Inhale. Let's do it two more times, stepping in. And again, it, this is a powerful tool, and it's simple because all powerful tools are simple. Mm -hmm. You exhale and expand larger until it explodes that. And you can do that daily with all kinds of different things, this illusion of an economy. This thought form of a bad economy is causing people to be fearful and not spending, which creates the thing they're afraid of. As It's logic. That is logic. Yeah, I remember Bush Sr. using the word uh, recession in one speech. 
and it set that whole yes. 80s very good. off. Yes. Yeah. Now, the idea of feeding it is a very interesting concept because over the years I've been experimenting with feeding my physical body, and I noticed the higher the frequency of the food I eat, and by that I just mean less dense food. Um, red meat to me would be so colossally dense that it would lower my frequency all the way around where I'd eat it, but during the years when I ate it, it didn't seem that way at all. In fact, it seemed the other way around. It seemed like it would lift me up. But now that I've been away from it for a dozen years, yeah, yeah. Um, oh God, that is ridiculously dense. And it brings you down, and as soon as you're brought down, you go into a fear state. And when you're in a fear or, a fear or a doubt or a guilt or a worry state, and when you're in that state, anybody can feed you spirit poison and you don't know the difference. You don't know you're being poisoned. So people that have to watch the news, because they'll be left out if they don't, are these people that are subject to uh, this ever densification that seems to be the opposite pole. Um, and I still don't care for polar thinking because the third pole is the only thing that's interesting, the balance between the two. But the physical body will bring down your thought process in a big way, and you could certainly use the thought form of your body. Very well done, the terminology will bring you down. It will bring down your mind, and it will bring down the spirit, two-thirds majority rules. And so we have to be very honored about what it is we physically eat, because the thought form around beef, well, come on, let's guess, somebody call in. What's the thought form around beef? What do you think that is? Yeah. Well, I think um, there's, there's perhaps two different subtleties to thought forms that we're discussing here. Um, I, I, yours really, I, I get what you're saying, um, that yeah. around each of us, and, and that's prob I'm probably making this more confusing because I started talking about how our thoughts become a waveform that comes out of our oh, head. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that is true. Mm -hmm. uh, the thought form I'm talking about is this thing that becomes seemingly of its own volition, but okay. it's not really, and when we see it that way, it, it really empowers things. But what you're talking about, I think, is a fascinating thing to discuss as well, that we emanate a certain frequency by the thoughts we think, and that becomes the thought cloud that exists within it, around us, around and us our, it's our yeah. aura, yeah. maybe we could say it as our mental aura, mm -hmm. and that we do sense that with people, and when yeah. we get close, it's not like the, 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 some little policeman is there saying, okay, this is my thought form radiance, and that's your thought radiance, let's mm -hmm. just call it a thought radiance rather than yeah. a thought form, but the waveform from the thoughts yeah. Yeah. is around, they do mm -hmm. co-mingle, and mm -hmm. when that happens, they seek to entrain Mm -hmm. either pulling down or pulling up or depending. leaving each other, depending. Yeah, depending on who has the stronger yeah. uh, radiance yeah. form. Well, by that very same token, each of us has a place where we are prone to sit. You know, everyone has their place to sit in their house. We've sat in these particular two chairs for more than a decade. And so there's, and I noticed they used to be used in other productions in the studio. They still do on occasion. On yeah. occasion, but it's been much rarer and I think it is that a lot of the other shows not, you know, uh, couldn't hold the thought form. That's a signature for a call, right? Ah, good, just checking. Or they were scared. At any okay. rate, yeah. <laughs> that these chairs okay. hold a thought form resonance, 
that okay. a lot of people won't be able to sit in and do what it is that they might be doing. Okay. Yeah. Just And each of us personally has a chair in our home where we are prone to sit. That's true. And in that chair, there is a thought form of, well, you tell me it's your chair. Yes. But when you talk about breaking it up, let's... Uh, well, let's take the call. Yes. Then, okay. okay. Yeah. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? <coughs> Randy. Randy. Hey, Randy. Welcome hey, how are you doing, uh, Mary and Neville? Hey, good. How about you, Randy? Pretty good. Um, yeah, I've been on... Uh, I just started getting into Facebook, uh-huh. and I've been running across you know a lot of people I haven't you know seen or talked to in in, in a long time in years, and uh, I just wondered what your thoughts on that. And, and it kind of ties in with you know we talked about dreams last week, and I've been kind of dreaming about people I haven't like when I was a kid, you know. You know, friends I've had when I was a, a kid, and it kind of kind of ties together. I was just wondering what your thoughts on on that were. Okay, you mean Facebook in general, and and uh, yes, it seems to be uh, bringing people together that haven't. Oh yeah. Been yeah. taught, you know, that haven't seen each other for a long time because well, you could just do a yeah. search on somebody's name. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point to bring up, Randy, because it it is true. We are becoming more and more telepathic, whether that's through the external technology of the computer or not. Mm -hmm. It's still us being able to connect with, in totally different ways. We don't have to run into somebody or have their phone number and call them or go visit them at their house, and we mm -hmm. can still connect. What were you going to well, say? Well, a lot of that about people you've known from years ago, because I went through the college I went to and the, the high school I went to and uh, mm -hmm. occasionally spit out names that I recognized and contacted and these people are generally uh, good yes okay now these people are generally um, someone that you have something to say to which you never would have said to directly now years yes. ago we did all of the telepathic communication with that person but to have that reinstated in our thinking opens a doorway that wouldn't have otherwise been open so if um, you know, if we look at uh, the first tube radio ever to be sold commercially, and there was maybe one station you could tune in on it, and that was the biggest deal imaginable, and the entire family um, gathered around it to hear Fibber McGee or gathered around it for the early um, shows that eventually became the early television shows. Uh, and, and that was, God, was that like 50 years ago, 60, 70 years ago, something like Five that. Five or six years ago, I think. Yeah, I think so. So what's Facebook going to be like in 30 years is a very interesting concept all the way around. It'll all and happen inside your head. <laughs> well, yeah, no, they'll be putting uh, implants in your... Um, they've already done it for death, you know. You It'll be face it. brain. It goes right into your brain. A brain and book, then, and yeah. yeah. Brainbook.com. Okay, so copyright brainbook.com. Or face brain. Yes, that's another one. you see one. their face in your brain. Well, in the, the study of the years of, of face reading, your face looks exactly like your brain thinks. There is no separation on that. Yeah. And we believe that there is because we have the idea of the poker face, but you're never going to well, get there doing that. You know, something else that, that got me thinking about Randy, mm -hmm. Randy's question, you know how they say that our life passes before our eyes when we're getting ready to cross... Yeah, it and it does. For me. It does. No, you, you, 
you review your life, however it happens. Yeah. And the Toltecs teach us to do that life review through recapitulation before that time comes so that you can just step immediately into that higher vibration. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we collectively are vibrating faster and faster at a higher frequency, and we're at that place where we don't really have to do the same type of life review because we're not in that thicker judgmental place. And so a, a lot of that pulling together of our life, it's not being done at the time of death or in the afterlife. It's being done while we're alive on the planet yeah. because we are at such a frequency that we mm -hmm. can participate in that. And I see people touching base with people from their past and uh, connecting and solving things, the karmic time, things, yeah. so to speak. The time was when the review took place after the death. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. And so senility and right, it's got to be understood as the person is simply going over their life's experiencing in order to change the experience into wisdom and the wisdom into evolution prior, which means after death there's a different process than there was at one time. Yes, uh, that, that I agree with that. I had mm -hmm. um, uh, discovered that when my father had Alzheimer's, I realized that people that were okay with passing, that weren't too afraid to go. They mm -hmm. usually went very quickly. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. People that were afraid, they hung on. And so that life review assists them to make peace with their life so that they can let go. Mm -hmm. uh, if we walk with death on our left shoulder, then it's yeah. not chasing or pursuing us, and we are in command of it, and it can be conscious death. But, I yeah, remember well, my experience. Yeah, thank you, Randy. All right, thank you. Yes. Right. Bye. I remember the Bye -bye. experience of being shot to death, and from one moment to the next, it fell off. All of the experiences, all of the things I considered to be important, all of life's, the words, experiences, everything that happened to me was just down there, didn't make any difference whatsoever. It was what came next. And in fact, uh, it was symbolized to me as though I had taken off a suit of clothes mm -hmm. and was now going to start um, discovering what my next suit of clothes would look like. Yeah. Even in that moment where I, longer than a moment where I was dead. Well, I, I have had the great privilege of uh, doing readings for quite a number of years, and I communicate with people that have crossed over mm -hmm. a lot. And I tell you, I have learned so much about the afterlife from these wonderful beings that have come to speak with their family or mm -hmm. loved ones or whoever mm -hmm. was there. And, they, and I've learned so much about the nature of reality one young lady's father came to me many years ago in a reading, and he has shown me so much. We will do a show on that subject because I think people would be very interested yeah, to hear. There's quite a bit to be said yeah. about that. Yes, perhaps at the next show. But I, I also, I know you were talking um, about thought forms, and I wanted to see if you had anything else to say before we move to um, the New Moon stuff. Well, yeah, if you would take a look where you sit, where the thought forms that are around oh, yes. you, mm -hmm. like uh, the driver, if you drive, the driver's seat of your car has thought forms around it. It does. And it's going to depend on you what those thought forms are about with your technique that you've been demonstrating. Uh, before you go driving, you know, do take an inventory as to what that is. Or where you sit to relax or sit to watch mm -hmm. TV. Now, if you actually, you did quite a favor for me on the computer to get this, and um, 
software to recognize what was going on on my computer. And there were a number of tracking cookies, which astounded me because they were sourced to things I had never thought I had anything to do with on the web. Yes. And it's the same thing. The place where you sit and watch TV has tracking, tracking cookies, cookies <laughs> that would make the Keebler elves I thought elves those were Oreos. Blush. Has okay. tracking cookies that would make the Keebler elves blush, the amount of them and what they are connected to. Yes. But it is true that we do permeate our energy field. That's why if you go to a motel, you can't sleep the first night. But then the third night, you leave, and it feels like you're leaving something behind. Yeah, but perhaps all we'll that take chaos this call. other people were thinking. Well, no, your own, your own energy. We yeah, do. Yeah. We, it, it, it absorbs, and it's a good idea to clear it. So Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, this is Edith. I'm calling Edith. from New York. Hi, hey, Edith. Edith. All right. It's great to hear from you. Oh, it's wonderful to hear from you. I really miss you guys. We miss and, you, too. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I was um, watching the show, and lately I've been working on um, changing my thought forms by changing the core belief. And I, oh, I think good. sometimes people have such a hard time changing their thought forms because they're not really thinking about the core beliefs that underlie those thought forms. Yes. So I'm just going to hang up and, and just leave that open for discussion. Well, great. Well, Thank good. you so much. Yeah. And that's true. And that's basically the, the thing that we approach in consciously creating your life. Mm-hmm. I see that uh, exactly what uh, Edith is talking about, that the foundational core beliefs mm-hmm. are like the foundation wall in a building, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And what mm-hmm. we tend to do is go to traditional therapies and relay all the bricks to to make that building stand up straight and it'll always end up leaning eventually because it's out of balance but when you take those core beliefs and you straighten them then the whole structure straightens and that's how the EFT and the consciously creating and various other things can work so immediately it's because you are going for the beacon of the light or the actual light itself rather Mm -hmm. than the emanation of the light well the core beliefs are creating reality we as a group, so um, not all of us, but virtually everyone on the planet believes that um, uh, the table is solid. That is a core belief that virtually all human beings have, but not all human beings. Mm -hmm. And the few that have been educated and re-educated and taken upon themselves to change their core belief to the degree that they can go through uh, solid objects. And if you saw it, you would not believe it because it would be in such violation of your core belief. The only thing that you could believe was that you're somehow you were tricked. That would be it. That would be the flag that would come up on that. But there are people that do truly amazing things. I remember one, one of us here in the metaphysical world uh, told me that um, when he was a kid, he ran through a screen door and he totally forgot no. that he could not do that. He, he just forgot he couldn't do that and went right through it. And his father saw it and took a while before he could speak again. And when he did, he did nothing but yell at the kid for doing that. And he could never again in his life do that hmm. because he had just simply been more out than in and was so fascinated with what was beyond the door that the door did not enter his consciousness in any way whatsoever, right through it. And wow. it's, yeah, so it's possible that core beliefs 
can be, and there's your life's work right there, any of us, you know, to get to the point where well, you can make a fortune by going into the vault of a bank and yes. leaving with... Well, I, I have definitely explored. I went mm -hmm. through a period of probably 10 years when I was much younger exploring my root beliefs, my core mm -hmm. beliefs, uh, and my core assumptions about reality. Uh -huh. And what I got down to is pretty much everything is a belief. Yeah, and everything. the only consistent thing I found through all uh, many dimensional planes mm -hmm. was that change occurs everywhere. And that was the only thing that I could not source to a belief, but that seemed to be a core thing. And I'm still open to seeing that, that even that is still a selection or a, a Well, a, life, a, the, point, the, but a point in that particular mm -hmm. scenario is that... Uh, uh, atoms are living things, absolutely everything is alive, and it does nothing more than to change. Life and yes. change are the same thing. Yes, that's what um, you stop I was changing when you die. Seeing, so to speak. Uh, you yeah. know, in that way, it's a, it's a binary type of locomotion that, that we go through, whether it's good, bad, or on off, mm -hmm. and that does move us forward. Mm -hmm. But this is actu actually a very interesting topic, and I know we could talk for a long period of time about how our energy permeates, and when we meet each other, we communicate a lot in the form of our aura and the vibration that we carry around us. And so your thoughts, whereas a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I'm not telepathic, I'm not psychic, well, you actually are, and the thoughts that are emanating out of other people, you pick up on. It may not be from thought to thought, but it, yeah. it goes from thought to feeling. And likewise, and so it's up to each one of us to watch our own thoughts and to generate things that are beneficial to us. And the reason that uh, all human beings are telepathic, there is no question about that. Right. We have mm -hmm. all had the experience, we all know it, and we all doubt it. And um, we doubt it to the point that if we get a telepathic message from somebody else, we think it's our own mind, mm -hmm. okay, because we cannot possibly conceive beyond being well, locked in the in box, the box thoughts, that yeah. is our head. And locked in that box, we're not going anywhere. So it behooves us greatly to begin to step out of the box. And the, a very pleasant first step out of the box is that there is more than one correct answer. So while that is your thought, when we agree with you, it is also somebody else's thought, mm -hmm. okay? And that that somebody else, through the faculty of telepathy, communicated that thought to you without the use of a computer or a telephone or smoke signals mm -hmm. or writing it on a hammer and then bashing you in the head with it, whatever way it was that they well, chose to communicate it to you. Well, whatever, uh, in my many years of teaching this, I have noticed that most Tele telepathic information doesn't come in the form of a thought or in your head that it's a feeling or it's a mm -hmm. knowing. We have a call? Yeah. Excellent. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Yes, good evening. My name is Beth. Hey, Beth. Hey, what can we do for you? Um, Mary, when you mentioned the term thought forms just now, mm -hmm. I just had to call in because... Okay, my sister is a very, very enlightened person, and uh, she has studied and traveled and everything, and um, she has shown me pictures that she's taken within the past two or three years from her camera, from her husband's camera, and from her grown daughter's camera, 
And then more recently, when I was with her on vacation out in New Mexico, out in the country, even my camera caught them. Are those the they, white yes. orbs? Yes, they're round. Mm -hmm. they, yeah, that, they look that, like they, they could be like fingerprints or bubbles or something. And that's interesting that, that you said that, because uh, I have taken pictures of clouds, and it had a thumbprint literally in the clouds that came on the on the um, camera. Here is a theory of why we're getting so many orbs now is that we are vibrating quicker and so our electrical devices or our electronic devices are also at a higher vibration and, and starting to capture some of that. And it is very true that some of those orbs, and I think they, they are here for a wide variety of different types and for different reasons, and some of them can absolutely be thought forms that are coming out of people's thinking. What were you going to say? Uh, I've built the Merkaba, the Merkaba meditation every day for an incredibly long period of time. And the other day I noticed that I had built an orb, mm -hmm. that concept of it with the layers in it. And uh, I have gotten to the point where I'm choosing what is and is not visible about it to others. It, just out of the desire to, I started building it out of perfectly clear was my name for what I was building it out of. Well, that's... And that I was saying then my face could be recognizable and it, it struck me that, that way. Well, I have seen faces in orbs. But what's interesting, Beth, ab about this mm -hmm. is in the Psychic Development Part 4 or Part 3, depending on how I've broken yeah. up this series, we um, do spirit photography is mm -hmm. one of the things that mm -hmm. we practice and we charge our cameras. And I, I came up with a slightly different way of charging our cameras to take these in the last class and it was so profound that everyone in the class who had cameras that were not necessarily taking those orbs all of a sudden started taking it. Mm -hmm. So at some place uh, along the way your vibrational harmony was such that you radiated this onto your camera enabling your camera to take these pictures. Hmm. Yeah. Beth that are you still sense. there? Yeah. Well, that's fascinating. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's, it's interesting that they always seem to be around or near or slightly above her, and and also, I'll take a picture of a place where she was just standing, and there may be one yeah. that's there. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Now, so, there's a lot of theories. I mean, those could be her guides or or, or thoughts or beings is, around she her. Referred, yeah, I think of them she as to them as thought forms. Yes. Also, yeah. Yes. Yes. I think that's very fascinating. Yeah. And that's and something well worth to exploring. It than that. Yeah. yeah, there's we're not mm -hmm. at this point we're too dense, even the, the lightest of us Speak are to still yourself. <laughs> at oh. this point even the lightest of us are still dense in comparison mm -hmm. to what it is we will one day be. Sure. And okay. and I believe that echelon of comprehension lays future. I mean we're we're you know, it's it's like okay. any child exploring anything. The first time you see it, it's one experience. When you see it again, it's another experience, so forth and so on. And so there is a growth of understanding that goes on for all of us. Hmm. And at this point, there'll be more revealed. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. Like that. yeah. Thanks. That's, that's really interesting news. And then one would ask, okay, what does that thought form feel like? Well, we were going to also, since today is close mm -hmm. to the, uh, the new moon, we were going yeah. to 
talk about that because we mm -hmm. have for I don't know how long now we've been doing Decade. monthly new moon mm -hmm. fire ceremony potlucks and and there's a little game that we play at the potlucks which is great fun thought we would do this tonight and you can participate and then maybe we can do a new moon ceremony if you would like to lead that at at we could. the live event we stand around at one point and hold hands and get mm -hmm. an energy circuit built up uh, between us but we can do we this empirically yeah. with the audience as mm -hmm. well um, would you like to start with that or should we do the game first I'll leave it up to you uh, I don't know what our time's like at the show let's do the game okay. first and then we'll do this that. is a, a game that I created as an exercise on one of the new moons and it's part of my remote viewing class too but what we're going to do tonight if you'd like to participate get a pen and paper Maybe I'll give everybody a moment to get a pen out. Russell, Russell, Russell. Russell, Russell, Crow, Crow, Crow. Who else is Russell, Russell? Okay. And I have a question written on this piece of paper. Nobody knows what it is. This is my version of metaphysical Mad Libs. And I, I mean, we know that a question exists, but I don't know which question this is. I've shuffled them up. And I'm going to write the number one on it. And what you can do is get a piece of paper and close your eyes for a moment and write your impressions. When you say the number one, what comes to your head, pick three or four things. Maybe it was an orange, a butterfly, and Johnny Carson. Who knows? Remember, a, an orange, a butterfly, and Johnny Carson. Write it down, and I'll give everybody a moment to do that. Okay, and when you have that one done, here is another question. It's number two, so write number two on your paper and your first impressions, and we'll get to our caller once this exercise is over. Okay, and then we have a third one, number three, and write that on your paper. Okay, and I'm going to take a little bit of a, a break because I know we have, uh, are we getting ready for the duck? Uh, well, we will read the questions after the duck and then you can compare your answers to what the questions were. And that will give everybody a little more time to write impressions down for question one, for question two, for question three. And then, caller, if you can hang on, we will get to you right after the duck. Okay. Please do hang on. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So All right. we are ready for the duck. That's Popeye. Okay. Bright lights. Eek. Okay. Ah, no boundaries. And if you are a radiant field, you don't require any boundaries. Okay, and thank you. Ayn Rand's Hidden Treasures, which I think is interesting. I love that. Yeah. I love that. 
the concept thereof. Okay, well, let's get to our That's first right. caller and then, or not our first caller, but our first caller our after caller, the duck, yeah. and then the, yeah. then we will get to our, an our questions. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hi. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Speak now. Hello. Hold Hello. There hi. Hi. What can we do for you? Okay. Hi. I I wanted to share a dream. Okay. What's the dream? Are we having audio? I have a question about dream. When we okay. dream about people who have passed on. Uh huh. Have what? Passed on. Passed on. Do they really come? Um, you'll have to turn the um, sound down on the TV. Okay, if it's real, um, I tell you what, um, turn the sound down because it causes such a feedback loop. Uh, I am assuming that you said when you dream about people that have crossed over, is it real? Yeah, that's the question. Okay, I, I say absolutely yes. I don't know if she heard. They do. Okay. So I, I wanted to heard. share a dream with you. Okay. I'm uh, thinking that we may I not be able to. I lost our dog. Pardon? Okay. okay. I'm so sorry. Um, perhaps dial back, and maybe we can uh, get a better connection. Talk a little and bit turn about the TV that. down. Um, and if not, maybe a little later in the show. Yeah. But do call well, back. Someone that we dream of who has passed on, there's some resolution to be reached with that person in one way or another. At least mm -hmm. that's always been my experience. Mm -hmm. And okay. it's generally to say, I'm okay, you're okay. But uh, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, guys. It's uh, Suzanne. How are you? Suzanne, good. good. How are you? Just fine, thank you. Mary, I would just like a reading if I could, and I'll just take that off the air. Okay, I'd be okay. happy to. Now, let me just announce that we're also in the process of asking people to call in with an answer to one of the three uh, I'm gonna, questions. This is the game. I'm going to read the question first, and then, and then okay. share the answers. So I will do that after this call. Okay. Well, the first card is irrationality. And mm -hmm. the thing is, is that there are times in our life when we really could use, uh, or that we really require our logic and to be rational. And what I see when I look at this is it feels like there's a lot of people or influences that may have been driving you and like jumping on board, contributing to what you want for yourself and we all have that where there's a lot of other people that are trying to get us to do things mm -hmm. that they think are for our own good <laughs> and sometimes you just have to wipe them off the the sled there and get your life back and in power this is talking about a resolve it looks like there's a crisis going on in the background but the child is safe and the rescuer is there and one thing that i feel this is saying to you is that whatever it looked like was really blowing up or exploding in your life, not to worry about it, that it's going to resolve well and, and in a good way. This is talking about getting off that sled of all this other activity and these things mingling in your mind and driving you in different directions and get back to your artistic expression. I feel you do have a lot of talent in that way and that you may have been distanced from it for a little while on a conscious level, but now it's time to get back and not necessarily duplicate what you did before, but get into a whole new area 
let, let the new energy bring with it its modality of expression. Okay, well let me take a moment. Question one, so everybody, is name a talent or gift you didn't know you had? Okay. And I got the decision is yours. Okay, all right. And number two, and then we'll get to our caller, is what would your guides or higher self like you to know? What did you get? That's the ocean horizon from the deck of a yacht, which I think is a very peaceful thing for us to know. Uh Uh-huh. Mine are very appropriate here. Number three is, what is the title of your new year? Okay, if anybody would like to call in and share that. What did you get for number three? Uh, Triangulation finds the spot. (laughs) Very good. Okay, and our next caller? Um. Hi, this is Alexandra. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. Um, yeah, I'd like a reading for Mary, please. Okay, mm-hmm. be most happy to. Thank you. So what you will do is take the questions and answer them. I had meant to get to that much earlier on, but our we'll conversation... We'll do this earlier in the okay. show next time. This, this card right here um, is effort, and it shows a lot of people... Um, really putting a lot of energy into it and one thing that I would like to do is redefine the word effort as joyful expression rather than effort. Effort implies you don't really want to be there and that there's some force resisting you and that you have to push through it but it's not resisting you. Your art, your craft and everything that you have is welcoming you, pulling you like a magnet. This card is titled Luck and it's a beautiful card And one can say, yes, there's no such thing as luck. We create our reality. And that is true. But I feel that there's such a high vibrational energy behind saying, I'm lucky. So let's everybody say that out loud. I'm lucky. Okay, well, it was only me that said it, but let's do it again. I'm lucky. See, people are afraid to say that. They'll say, oh, I've had a bad day, but they won't say it. But if you say that, you'll feel that your vibrational frequency elevates. And synthesis is where you take what you have put your energies into and convert them into the perfect thing that you want to create. It's a time of gathering things together and synthesizing them. Effort effort is the refusal to recognize that you're choosing what you're doing. It is the refusal to recognize your choice That's interesting. in your life. Mm-hmm. Just plain refusal. And it's uh, fostered out of bully and bully languaging. You have to do this. And as soon as you hear have to, it is virtually impossible for it to be anything other than effort because of the nature of the alleged thought that we, the human race, engage in. And we have five minutes. That's what that's saying. Is there another caller? Okay. Oh, there is. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Lisa. Lisa. Hi, Lisa. All right. How are you all this evening? Great. Good. How are you? Good. Um, I would like a reading for Mary, please. Okay. All right. Be happy to. Okay. Okay. The first card, <laughs> interesting picture, but it's examination. The, the thing is, is examining things is, is really can be a lot of fun. It doesn't have to be looked at 
as a, going to a dentist or anything like that. <laughs> Interesting choice of a picture. What I feel is that you're on the path of self-examination and what we tend, what keeps us from examining ourselves is because we're afraid that we'll find something wrong. But you don't have to be afraid because there's not, never anything wrong. We're all perfect. And now is the time to really look and maybe pay attention to details and act on things and, and do what your heart is telling you to do rather than holding back thinking somebody else may not approve of that. Now's the time to take action. And what this does is it liberates you from, when I look behind that guy and I see that swirling energy, it feels like one of those thought forms of the nature that I was talking about, the thought clouds, seeking to pull me into this way of thinking that really isn't how I think. It's, it's mob mentality. It's a mass consciousness that really isn't funded through love and that I don't have to fight to stay away from that. I, my freedom inherently pulls me away from that. And so, I, I don't know, I just feel like breaking free of what others may be thinking or they'd like you to do. Yeah. Is there another call? No, we're good. We're going to be at Ruby Tuesday shortly, provided this is indeed Thursday night and not a rerun. And if you would like to join us there, please feel free to come over. We sit around the table and talk about things. Well, why don't you take people on a real quick new moon, since we're at the new moon. Let's just pull our energies I, together. Is there time for that or no? Not to do it the way I'd like to do it. Okay. We, we're we'll doing do it the, time. Yeah, we're doing the new moon um, every month, so it's possible if you're in the area to come and join us. And uh, once we get um, savvy with uh, <laughs> we can do a new moon uh, through the uh, World Wide Web, we can have all of our participants Oh, certainly. We could even do that. We could do a conference call one this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get all that done. Uh, basically, the principle of the new moon is the idea of um, the fact that um, we can use the word cyclic to describe our lives. There are the cycles of child and adolescence and adult, um, middle-aged. Those are when they're children, yes, later on. And then they're, they're bicycles. And that's the, um, and then they're four-wheel cycles, etc. Okay, and so we live in a cosmos of various cycles. Anybody hip to astrology is aware of 500-year um, cycles, of 3,000-year cycles, 52,000-year cycles. Although you'll have to branch off into Mayan. Uh, to get a 125-year cycle. And uh, so one cycle that is very apparent and that we are very linked to is the lunar cycle, a 28-day cycle, seven, uh, four periods of seven days. And um, it is stated that anything can be accomplished in that time period, uh, which is true. So the ceremony of the new moon that we do is about programming that cycle for your life. That is the principle of the new moon. We do it through fire, we do it through um, symbol, we do it through uh, uh, voice, combined unity of uh, mm -hmm. energy fields of the we the human beings that show up and it's exciting. And really? we have a hundred thousand testimonials. Launch what of you'd people. like to create 
for sure. Yeah, and I know that we're is down the point of the new moon. Few moments. Uh, we've got sure. consciously creating your life on the last Saturday of the month. Mm -hmm. We will not be live next week or the next because of holidays, four, but we will be posting some new shows. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's our joy and honor to take you to the door of and some new thinking. We love you for your participation. We thank, honor, love, and praise you for and, the life you live. And happy winter sharing. Thank you.